Episode 60 Genesis 19 verses 27 to 38 A lot of mistakes Early the next morning, Abraham got up and went to the place where he had stood before the Lord. Just one day earlier, the Lord and the two messengers arrived to announce the coming birth of Isaac. After their meal, and assuring Sarah that a child would come through her, the Lord told Abraham of his intent to go to Sodom, determine its state, and destroy it. The Son of Promise presented before the promise of destruction. Verse 28, Abraham looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah and all the Jordan Valley. He saw smoke rising from the land. It was like smoke from a furnace. The lesson is one for Abraham, and the record is also given as a lesson for us. Sin will be judged, and it will come at a time when God's people can see that judgment firsthand. Verse 29. God destroyed the cities in the valley, but he remembered what Abraham had asked. So God saved Lot's life, but he destroyed the city where Lot had lived. Lot was afraid to continue living in Zoar, so he and his two daughters went to live in the mountains. They lived in a cave there. One day, the older daughter said to the younger, Our father is old. Everywhere on the earth, women and men marry, but there are no men around here for us to marry. Lot had moved to the mountains, a place where people would not normally live. And so the daughters devise a plan to have children, even if they cannot have a husband. Verse 32. Let's get our father drunk, then we can have physical relations with him. We can use our father to have children, and we will live from our father's seed. These girls want to preserve their father's seed, since they believe that what they are doing is saving the line of the Messiah. After all, they are from the line of Shem, Noah's son in the line of promise. They are also from the line of Haran, Abraham's older brother, and they have every reason, therefore, to believe that because he is the oldest brother, that he will be the one in the messianic line and Lot is his son. What's happening with these girls points directly to the work of Jesus. The Bible teaches that we are dead in our sins, but that Christ makes us alive. He is the one who revives our dead spirit. The coming Messiah would restore life, eternal life, to fallen man. Eve knew it. And so did every faithful person since. In anticipation of this, the daughter said, so we may live from our father's seed. This is speaking about being born again through the coming Messiah. These two girls honestly believed that they were a part of the messianic line. And as a side note, there was no law at the time to forbid what they are proposing. Abraham, who is of the chosen line and living at the same time as them, married his own sister. 
This is something the law specifically forbids. But at this time, there was no law. Therefore, there can be no transgression. Verse 33. That night, the two girls got their father drunk. Then, the older daughter went and had physical relations with him. But Lot did not know when she lay down or when she got up. The next day, the older daughter said to the younger, Last night, I had physical relations with my father. Let's get him drunk again tonight. Then you can go and have physical relations with him too. In this way, we can preserve our father's seed. So that night, they got their father drunk again. Then the youngest daughter went and had physical relations with him. Again, Lot did not know when she lay down or when she got up. Later in the Bible, Lot is termed righteous. And so the fault that so many try to find in him and what he's done is simply not there. What is evident is the foreknowledge and providence of God in the story. Both of these girls were virgins. Both became pregnant on the first try to a drunk man. And both of them had males to carry on the name of the family. And what occurred did so in order to meet God's purposes. We can look back on these verses and see two sides of a coin. The first is that God gives us instructions to do things, and he does so for very good reasons. He has our best interest in mind, and his direction is exactly right for the situation. Think of Bible directives and how your life has gone just right when you've obeyed them. God placed you in a particular place and time and reminded you of his word to demonstrate to you that following his way is best. This would be Lot's life summed up in a nutshell. It would also be most of our lives most of the time. We don't obey God's word and we have grief, sadness and loss. But in the end it is worked out for what is ultimately good. Here is where the other side of the coin is seen. Lot moved to a wicked city, something the Lord would not have approved of and yet good came out of what was bad. Verse 36. So both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. The older daughter gave birth to a son. She named him Moab. Moab is the ancestor of all the Moabite people who are still living today. The older daughter has a son and she calls him Moab. The name comes from two words. Me, which means who, and Ab, which means dad. And the answer comes from the story itself. And so it has another meaning. From father. This daughter of Lot is letting the world know that the son is the result of inbreeding. This is obviously not something one would want known unless there was a very good reason behind it. Verse 38. The younger daughter also gave birth to a son. She named him Ben-Ami. He is the father of all the Ammonite people who are still living today. The younger daughter has a son. His name comes from two words too. The word Am means people. When Am is postfixed with the I, which is the letter Yot, it becomes my, my people. And so Ben-Ami means son of my people. Again, like the older sister's choice of name, this daughter of Lot is letting the world know that the son is the result of inbreeding. Again, 
Clearly not something one would want known unless there was a very good reason behind it. Both of these girls are proud of their accomplishment, even if they're not proud of the deed behind it. Getting lot drunk. They both have a bundle of joy, and they both believe that their son may be an ancestor of the Deliverer promised 2,108 years earlier, when God spoke to Adam, Eve, and the serpent in the garden. They have preserved the line. They have baby boys who they wouldn't trade for all the gold in the world. Maybe in your life you've done something which is clearly wrong. Maybe it's been since you were a Christian, and maybe it was in direct disobedience to God. Can it still work out for good? The answer is yes. Let's not diminish what we've done wrong though. Sin is sin, and sin has consequences. Sometimes those consequences can affect our health, our relationships, and maybe even cost the life of us or someone else. But in any or all of these, God can work through our evil to bring about good. The Bible proves it, even in the account of these two daughters. You see, in the book of Matthew, in the genealogy of Jesus, we read this in chapter 1, verse 5. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Ruth is from Moab. She was brought into the covenant people and eventually became the great-grandmother of King David and an ancestor of Jesus, the Lord. Clans from both of the sons born to Lot through his daughters became great enemies of Israel. But despite this, women from both tribes, the Moabites and the Ammonites, became ancestors of Jesus. No matter how stupid your past mistakes, no matter how terrible your future mistakes, no matter what anyone else on earth thinks about you, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your saviour, you are his child and you are forgiven, free and recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life. Yes, mourn over your sins, turn away from them, and be obedient to the Lord. And I can assure you that your life will be far more rewarding and pleasing to Him. But stop beating yourself up over past mistakes and know that despite them, God has a plan and a purpose for you which has already figured them into the equation. Despite your flaws, failings and fumbles, He has accepted you and He will never forsake you. Through Jesus Christ, he has cancelled out the evil and turned it into good. So be of good cheer and say, Hallelujah and Amen. Hallelujah and Amen. <laughs>